Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. Ken Hohenstein, Chief Revenue Officer at OneStream, a market-leading intelligent finance platform that reduces the complexity of financial operations, is here today to discuss more on what modern-day sellers should do to optimize their brand journeys. It's great to have you here, Ken, and we're really looking forward to this conversation. It is a very dynamic and challenging time for sellers today, and I'm sure there are a lot of takeaways that you have up your sleeve to share with us and our listeners. Before we dive in, we'd love it if you can take us through your journey over the years and tell us more about your time as CRO at OneStream as well. Yeah, Prama, thank you. Appreciate it. Great to be here. Yeah, my journey into OneStream. So this OneStream space, we call it corporate performance management, which is really the world of financial planning, financial consolidation, analytics, things of that nature that emanate out of the office of finance. I've personally been in this space for almost 24 years now. There was an organization called Hyperion that I started at years ago, and that was kind of the market leader. And OneStream is a coming together of a lot of folks that have been in this industry a long time and some newer talent as well. And I knew the the founders of the company very well, uh, Craig Colby and, and Tom Shea, and also the leader of the field organization at that time, Jim Campbell, and was recruited in to be the head of sales back in 2016. And I'm sure the last couple of years, your entire time in the industry has been like one big takeaway and learning experience. So we'd love it if you can take us through some of your core growth and sales strategies. But, you know, break it down in terms of the typical B2B sales hierarchy. So we see a lot of SDRs struggling with different kinds of challenges or, you know, implementations. And then there are the sales leaders at that level still facing this gap when it comes to centralizing everything and coaching new entrants and things like that. So in terms of everything outreach process optimization as well as sales tech best practices what are some of the top factors that have worked for you over the years yes for me um, we have kind of a unique position in software where we really do sell to the office of finance so we're selling to business people so i think the first thing as a professional seller at a place like OneStream or similar companies is to really be a student of what you're selling. So the more you understand kind of a day in the life of what your prospect goes through and how their business works and those type of things, you're more effective in bringing your solution to bear. So I think what we try to tell our sellers and I tell our sellers is to bring a point of view to the market, do your research and, you know, make sure that it's quality over quantity. Quantity is definitely something you want in a sales organization, but I think quality will trump it, especially in today's environment. And then Bring to them what's unique after you have a point of view of how maybe you can help them, how you can uniquely help them. And then, especially these times, promo is, is time to value. So if you can break down your solution where it can bring some value in a short amount of time, people don't have time to wait in this, in this world, in today's world, um, you know, with the economy the way it is and, and improvements have to be made quicker. So time to value is really important. That's something we're really key on. And then. For one stream, at least, at least we're in the business now of using kind of advanced software techniques to improve decision making. So things like machine learning, artificial intelligence, we're bringing those forward and putting them in the hands of business people so they can use those technologies to do to be better in their in their job. 
Absolutely. And while sellers are at it, there's obviously the need to also create better sales cycles that add value to the end user journey and their experience. So it could be simple practices like enhancing how they do a demo or how interactive or creative they make their discovery calls. So in terms of what you've been seeing in the market, as well as your experiences so far over the years, how can sellers today create that enhanced experience to the end user while they're taking them through the buying journey. Yeah, so it's a good one as well. Um, I think today coming out of, out of COVID for all of us, we're really in a hybrid environment. So I think we've learned at one stream and certainly I would encourage others to get back out in front of organizations and get in person. And there's nothing like doing the in-person meetings and having kind of that informal piece of the sales cycle as well. But then also mix that in with more of the virtual type selling. I think you can be very effective in getting people that are dispersed within this organization, very focused on something. So having techniques to keep people engaged when you're on a Zoom or something like that virtually to make sure that you you can get your point across in a shorter amount of time. You you really can't keep someone, and in a meeting you can maybe stay two hours or three hours, but virtually it's pretty much a 60 minutes is as long as I'd recommend going. You have to make sure you have techniques to really get to the point and get to the value quickly. But the advantage is you can bring lots of people together, even globally, onto the same communication and get the message across. Absolutely. So given how the entire sales experience in terms of processes, as well as also what end users want, so customers also demand a certain kind of experience from the brands that they interact with today. So given these dynamics that have sort of evolved over the last couple of years, and also in part due to the COVID pandemic, we'd love to hear from someone like you in terms of what you see, how you see the B2B sales, the future of B2B sales as a segment, what are some of the changes or trends that you think will start overtaking and dominating the marketplace and also given the number of numerous tech layoffs today there is an onus on salespeople to do what they do better and get keep the business growing as best as they can so all of this is going to change the sales selling experience and the selling model at the core so how do you see all of this impact the future of b2b sales and revenue yeah, I'll take this in two different ways. The, the first being, it's kind of back to what I said before, is, is I think all of us, even as consumer buyers, but definitely in B2B buyers, do a lot more research up front. So you're going into sales opportunities with a much more educated buyer. So they've already done a lot of research through third parties, through your website, through, through talking to their peers and other customers. So you have to know that as you go in. The second really around the kind of the economy of B2B sales you know, just like we have in our home life, you know, we have a subscription probably to Netflix and, and other streaming services and things like that. We're really into a subscription economy. And what that really means is, and it always should have been this way. And this is how we started one stream based on a true north of 100% customer success. And if we could make customer one, customer two, customer three successful, and we focused on that, that would build on itself. And they, one would tell each other, and we could use those as references and build the company that way. Not saying that we're perfect, but having a true north of 100% customer success is what's really driven us to the success we've had today. And how that I think ties to the, to the overall economy is we're in a subscription economy in our personal life, but certainly in B2B as well. So as you bring on customers, you continuously have to add value to their experience with you as a partner because they have a choice, right? The subscription goes so long, and then there's always that position where do I renew or do I not renew? So there's a lot of focus on continuously adding value through that subscription period. And then, you know, when it comes time to renew, making sure that that organization along that journey has gotten more than they expected out of the relationship so they'll renew and you can continue on. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and I think this has been a very interesting conversation and we're definitely going to have you back sometime soon. But before we wrap up for today, if you have any last minute takeaways, best practices or something even as simple as a couple of blogs or books that everyone in sales should read today, we'd love to hear more from you about them. Yeah, I'll give you an author. Um, Todd Capone is one of my favorite. He has a book around transparent selling and transparent leadership that I definitely would uh, would give a big thumbs up to. And then one of the things that I've talked about before is just as a leader, I think, you know, you should have some principles around you know, how you look for people, how you evaluate your team, uh, those type of things. And I've had a formula that it happens just to be five E's, but they're, I'll say them kind of slowly when you're kind of evaluating and then you're also kind of interviewing as well. The five are ego. I look for an ego. And when I say ego, I really mean kind of a quiet confidence, not ego in a bad way. Um, enlightenment. I talked about being kind of a student of the game. I think in this world of B2B sales, you have to be educated. So enlightenment and always, always kind of being a lifetime student. Empathy, um, seeing the, seeing the world through someone else's eyes and through your customers or your prospects eyes and then energy and enthusiasm. So those five E's are something that I kind of always measure myself on. I measure my team on. I measure interviewees on. And I think if you, if you have a framework similar to something like that, where you can kind of have principles that you base things on will uh, will help you that was a great uh, last minute takeaway to end this conversation on and on that note we wish you and the team all the very best until our next conversation stay well appreciate it prama thanks very much for having me